Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And that is your cue to call in or text in any kind of a car care question you might have before you bring in your car, your truck, your van for service to your favorite shop, your favorite dealer. Time once again for CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here. Let me, if you're new to the show, thanks for uh, checking us out. Let me introduce you to the guy that runs a place. He is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive. His name is Nick Stoffel. Good morning to you, Nick. Good morning, Denny. How are things? How was the week with you and your crew at Lloyd's? You know, the we had a busy week. Uh, as you can tell, the seasons are finally starting to change, and the potholes are really starting to open up, so we... Uh, we're starting to get a little bit behind again, but we'll uh, we'll keep working hard and we'll get them all fixed. All right. It is. Have you seen? It's probably a, an obvious question, Captain. Obvious here. Uh, in the last couple of years since the pandemic, uh, and issues with uh, uh, chips for automobiles, newer ones, that you're seeing a lot more people that are trying to keep their existing, their older cars running. Right. I mean, I'm sure that's uh, your business has increased because of that. Is my guess. Well, it's all, you know, it's all connected in some manner. You know, the, yeah. it's difficult to find a new car, so therefore used vehicles are worth more, uh, which makes it difficult to buy something. So therefore, there's more value in fixing the car that you have. So we, we seem to be doing, um, you know, vehicles that were maybe a little bit older that needed a little more extensive repairs, maybe were deferred or decided to move on to something different. People are deciding that there's still good value in that vehicle, so they do repair them and keep driving them. So... You know, part of me says it's not the worst idea because a lot of these cars, you know, they make them so well. Um, and if you maintain them, you know, they'll last, I mean, not forever, but for a really long period of time. So I think people are realizing that they can keep these cars maintained, repaired, and they're reliable. So it's not not the worst idea. No, I, and you're right. We've talked about that from time to time. That it, The cars are lasting longer, and it really, I don't want to say it doesn't take much maintenance, but if people are at least a little bit proactive getting the oil change oil and filter change and you know your tires just your basic maintenance uh it, it is amazing how uh how uh, you take care of that vehicle it'll take care of you as they say uh if you have any kind of a uh, car care question uh, by all means call it in or text it and i'll give you the the number it's the same for either your text or your call but keep in mind that uh, nick will be with us only for about another half hour before jack farrell steps in here so so don't wait any kind of a car care question you don't have to be a motorhead or a gearhead uh, any kind. If you drive and you have a question, call or text 651 461 
Uh, and again, you can call or if you uh, want to text, if that's easier, that's great. Speaking of text, text just came in a bit ago talking about new cars getting uh, 40 miles per gallon or better by 2026. I don't know if that's particularly accurate because I know they're looking at, uh, what, 2035, some manufacturers for all electric. But uh, the question is, is that possible, uh, newer cars? I know my son has one that, uh, boy, he gets he gets 40 or better with his, but his is a hybrid. And uh, maybe, you know, that's just one of the answers. But you think it's possible, do you not? 40 miles yeah. per gallon someday? You know, absolutely. The technology is out there. It just needs to become more mainstream. You know, you mentioned right there hybrids. There's a lot of other ways to incorporate not just gasoline, but electricity and ways to um, get these vehicles getting more per mile, you know. And, um, you know, electric cars at some point will be a bigger part of our um, driving population. But, you know, until then, if we keep making improvements each year, you know, we'll get there, and it just takes takes time. You know, I mean, it's not too long ago that uh, cars were maybe getting 10 miles to the gallon. So I, I would say that we're, we're we're making good progress, and we keep marching forward. We'll uh, we'll get there. You and your crew, are, I guess you can call master mechanics. As you as you go through your testing every what is it every five years? How how often do you guys have to do that? Yeah, those re- the recertifications are every five years, and uh, I think there's six or seven of us that have all eight t- t- past tests and you know, makes you a master technician and you know dan has said for years that just because you're a master technician doesn't mean you can fix a car but if you're not one i'm not sure i want you working on my car so not, not <laughs> that not, that. not good quality, <laughs> yeah. capable people out there but you know yeah. it's just it's, it's a standard that we have uh it's just a, a basis it's where we start from so you know we have a great group of uh, folks working here uh you know, we have a troubled car here today, and I, myself and two of the guys were here till 6.30 last night, you know, after we were closed, still just trying to research and trying to figure it out, and we'll get to the bottom of it. You know, that's one thing we got is staying power. We'll just keep keep testing, keep, you know, keep diagnosing, and uh, we'll get it figured out. Yeah, that's, that, that, that is true. That is what you do. And, uh, and, and we get these, this question from time to time, as newer vehicles are developed, i.e. electric vehicles, or we mentioned hybrid uh, you guys are trained. You you work on hybrids uh, all the time, don't you? Oh, and, and we have for years. I mean, I can remember. Uh, you guys are trained. You you work on hybrids uh, all the time, don't you? Oh, and, and we have for years. I mean, I can remember, I don't know how many years ago now, but the first time we replaced a hybrid battery. And, you know, it's like the, the fear factor was a bit there, but now it's, you know, it's obviously more than changing an oil, but you know the 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 uh, procedures have been refined. The tools and equipment are available. Um, we've had a lot of practice at it. So, you know, same with electric cars as they as they come into our uh, our, our typical vehicles that are on the road, and they'll get to be a few years old, and they'll start needing different types of repairs and maintenance. Um, the training's out there. We'll take the training. We'll get the tools and equipment, and you know we'll keep keep marching. You know this is what we've done. You know cars have evolved forever, and they always will, and we'll be on top of it to make sure we can take care of our customers. Yeah, absolutely. Let's grab a phone call. Sharon is calling in this morning, I believe, from uh, Richfield. Sharon, thanks for your call. What's your question for Nick? Um, yes, I um, took my car in to get the oil changed, and then when I went to pick it up, the mechanic told me that. My rear uh, brake should be fixed, and so I took it back, and they fixed it. And then, from since I now when I drive it, it's 
the red warning light comes on and the noise or the bell or whatever you call it is rings and it doesn't come off. So then I went back and told him and he just lifted the hood and he said, oh, you should probably have your, you have to have your brake fluid uh, replaced. And um, I said, well, can I drive it like this? And he said, it won't hurt. But now other people tell me when that light's on and the um, that noise and everything, it could mean other problems and I could maybe ruin my more things. And I was wondering how you feel about that. Well, anytime there's a warning light on, you know, not that you should ever disregard it. You should know what it is and what the potential problems are. There's a noise and the brakes were just replaced. So honestly, my best advice for you is to get a second opinion. Um, I think if the red brake light is on, that's a problem. That should not be ignored. Uh, the brake fluid being dirty can't make that light come on. So either something new has occurred, which can happen, and I'm not saying anybody did anything wrong, or maybe with the procedure of them replacing those brakes, something happened, a, a sensor or a switch or something got um, bumped or damaged in some manner that's making that light come on. And then the, the question of the noise, we should identify what that is and make sure that you don't have bigger problems. So, um, you know, talk to your friends, your neighbors, see where they take their car for repair, Go get a second opinion just for a peace of mind because you shouldn't have to live with a light being on and you shouldn't have any kind of noise that wasn't there previously. No, and it could be a safety issue. Of course it is. Um, all right, thank, thank you, Sharon, for the call. We're going to take a break, uh, Nick. Let's invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. If you have any kind of a car care question before you bring it in for service, call us or text us, same number, 651-461-9226. We'll be back with Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive on this Saturday on WCCO, 36 degrees. We're heading for near 50. Stay with us. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with uh, Nick Stoffel, ASC certified technician running a place called Lloyd's Automotive, exactly located where in St. Paul there, Nick? We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is two blocks east of Lexington Parkway here in St. Paul. If you ever have to give us a call at 651-228-1316. And if you're online, you can always check us out at lloydsautomotive.net. Sounds good. We'll get you that number again before Nick leaves us, which is about 745 this morning. Nick, we have callers and we have texters, so let's get back to it. I think Debbie is first up here calling from Edina this morning. Uh, Debbie, thank you. What is your question for Nick? Hi. Um, I have a 2018 uh, Mercedes 350 SUV with what is called a pit in the windshield. And I'm dealing with my insurance company, and they're saying they want me to go to aftermarket parts, and Mercedes is saying don't do that. So <laughs> I'm confused on what. Would an aftermarket serve or not? Because they they said all the um, security elements are in the windshield. So there are a I, lot I, of pieces in that windshield. Absolutely, you should stick with the Mercedes glass. You know, there's rain sensors. There's different sensors um, uh, in in the glass now. In more and more newer vehicles, and there's aftermarket glass that serves just fine. But the car is new enough where the insurance company should not give you much of a hassle. I'm sure it's quite expensive, um, but I, I would definitely hold my ground there and insist on getting the uh, original equipment glass installed on that vehicle, for sure. 
All right. Very good. Good luck with that, uh, Debbie. Thank you. Interesting. Uh, let's grab another call from Tom in Plymouth, then we'll get some text messages. Uh, Tom, good morning. You're on CCO with Nick. Hi, Nick. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, see, I have, I have a 2006 Ford Taurus, and uh, it's our old second car. We almost never use it, and the battery went dead like a couple of years ago, and I replaced it. And, you know, every couple of weeks or so, I would take it out for a little drive, but that battery drained down too. And I recharged it a couple of times and it still kept dying. So now the last time I started it, um, it was running. Okay. I had to, I had to charge it again. And when I started it, I was kind of under the hood. My wife was turning the key and, uh, it really was making kind of a bad knocking. We've never heard anything like that before. It, it, it's an old car, you know, but it doesn't, it still doesn't have a hundred thousand miles and it's really nice shape. We love it. It's just, a, you know, like, like you were talking about earlier, it's just a second car. But is there any chance, do you think, that an alternator or maybe a belt tensioner or something could have uh, – I was kind of trying to put the two things together, and maybe they don't. I mean, maybe they don't belong together, but i got this weird knocking, and i got a battery that won't stay charged. Now, I know I don't use it very much, but it's a brand-new battery, and I, I was just wondering if you think there's anything else that could maybe cause that knocking that might be related to the charging system. Well, you, you hit two components there that very well could be involved, the alternator and or the uh, tensioner that keeps the belt tight. Um, I think, to go back just a step, I think you should, you know, obviously keep the battery charged, but maybe someone should take a look to see if there's any kind of drain in the system that's making that battery deteriorate and, and go dead. If they've confirmed there's not a uh, drain in the system, so you're not fighting a losing battle there, the next thing I would recommend is get a battery tender. That way you can maintain that battery and keep it fully charged. Because they do, um, when the car sits a lot, you know, you, you use it from time to time, but to keep that battery fully charged, it needs really regular use or some sort of supplement charge. So I would have the test done, confirm whether there is or is not a drain. If there is not, or if there is, get that fixed. I would still get a tender installed to maintain and help that battery last much longer for yourself. And then as far as the noise goes, Maybe when you're having that test done, mention that to them. Tell them you've got this noise. Have them put their ear under the hood there. Um, take a look. Very well, it could be the alternator, the tensioner. Um, noises happen, um, not because of neglect, but just from age, too. You know, a bearing might have gone bad. It might have lost some lubrication, and then now it's developed a noise that's created a nice problem for you. Yeah, get it checked. It's worth it. Uh, here's an OA town and country. Blower motor will go on and off intermittently. Blows cold. Any thoughts on this problem? Texter wants to know. So if we have two potentially two issues here, the blower motor coming and going very well it might be the blower motor itself. It might be the, the the fan controller. You know, it's the component that controls the fan speed. One of those two might be um, starting to fail given that intermittent issue. But if it's only blowing cold different part of the heating and cooling system, likely something related to like a, a heater valve or a, an actuator. There's there's flaps inside that dash that kind of control where the air goes and the temperature that it's coming out. So maybe one of those flaps, uh, one of those actuators that control it has failed, so therefore it's stuck at a cold position where, you know, come July that might not be so bad, but this morning it's still a little chilly. You're going to want some heat. So obviously make sure you make both those notes when you take it and have it looked at, so therefore you're uh, having both those uh, issues addressed. Here's an interesting text, Nick, about uh, maybe it's a haunted 
2013 Honda Pilot three times now. Texter says, I've come back to my car at three different locations, and the windows have been down a little. The sunroof opened a little. No lights on. Do you have any thoughts on on that uh, that situation? Uh, depending on the vehicle, um, you know, a lot of times if you, um, some cars, if you hold the remote, there's different ways to cool the car down. Sometimes there's settings uh, if you do the remote start or if there's, um, if the car is too hot internally, it might open up, um, you know, some vehicles have like a dog mode where it'll actually crack the windows so therefore the interior temperatures don't get too high. So I, I don't know the car, but I would inquire the owner's manual, kind of look through there, look for some of those uh, types of words, and you might come on, come across some information there. <laughs> Interesting. All right, I tell you what, let's uh, let's look at that uh, CCO forecast. We'll find out what this uh, week's weather We'll be looking like in just a moment. Then we have a few more minutes till uh, close to 745 with uh, Nick Stauffer from Lloyd's Automotive answering your car care questions here on a Saturday morning, the second day of April. On News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Had a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with uh, Nick Stauffel, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll get you the number for Lloyd's here before Nick leaves us. Nick, tons of text messages. Let's see how many folks we can help out before uh, you take your leave today. Uh, here's a 2020 Hyundai. A year ago, Texter says, he bought a, that uh, vehicle, and they received, he received, rather, he or she, Received a complimentary oil change. They did not secure the oil pan plug. The oil came out while driving, and all the oil came out. Car stalled. They, meaning the place where he or she bought it, they're trying to tell me the car's fine. I'm concerned about long-term problems. What are your thoughts? Well, that's a near impossible thing to predict, obviously. It depends, um, you know, what internal damage may have occurred, Um I don't think there's a way to say that the vehicle's life will be shortened for sure. Obviously, I do believe if it had been maintained, you continue to maintain it. I do I do believe if it was a one-time incident, that you'll be fine. Um, you know, if if, the, if through the process of the oil light coming on and the vehicle stalling, did we try to restart it and keep doing it? Mean, it depends what happened at the moment that the oil had ran out. I mean, if, if someone continued to drive or to continue to try to drive it, that could create more damage, but still to the point where there's no way to visually see that, know if you've taken uh, miles off the end of the life of the vehicle. Uh, I think if you maintain it and service it well, uh, all should be fine. Okay. Uh, here's a listener that says, I have two cars that do not get driven often. I only fill them up every few months. Wow. Should I use a fuel stabilizer? Uh, it doesn't hurt. Uh, peace of mind, once again, a lot of times we, you know, Denny and I talk, and a lot of times people have questions and concerns, and um, it won't cause harm. And it, it gives you the, the comfort to know that the car and the fuel is going to be fine. You're not going to create, hopefully, more issues than you need be. Do it, for sure. I do challenge you or ask you that when you do drive these vehicles or when you do use them, make sure you, you know, from time to time you get out on the open highway and, let the, you know, stretch the legs a little bit, per se, because you need the exhaust system, the braking system, the heating, the cooling. All these systems need to be warmed up and utilized because you don't want anything to deteriorate as you don't use the car. You're trying to preserve the vehicle, but you got to use it just enough to make sure that that happens. Yeah, you and your friend Dan Burns would say cars are meant to be driven, for sure. 
Uh, well, and, you know, I understand bad weather, salt on the road. We want to, you know, some people really want to keep their vehicle for a long yeah. time and keep it looking nice. I, I totally get that, but from time to time, you got to get out on the open highway and let it rip yeah. a little bit, you know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, uh, my Toyota, Texter says, owner's manual lists the oil change interval at 10,000 miles. Dealer places a reminder sticker on the windshield for 5,000. When I asked about this, they said, yes, the oil can last for 10, but the filter only lasts for 5. The car is mostly used for short trips to go shopping, etc. What do you recommend? So on a synthetic oil, we recommend five. On a semi-synthetic conventional type, we recommend still three. This is what I do every day, all day long. And I can tell you that my opinion on those really extended oil change intervals, um, if you're in the mindset that most of us are, you keep your car, keep it running well, keep it long, that's going to be difficult. You're going to have potentially more oil-related repairs, mechanical repairs, timing chains, sludge, uh, crankcase breather systems. Uh, you know, all these things are affected by oil. So if you do the math and you did the oil every five instead of ten over the course of the life of the vehicle, it's a few hundred dollars. So it's not free, but compared to a several thousand dollar repair, it's a great savings. Oh, absolutely. All right, I know our time is limited here, Nick. Uh, this texture says they have an 05 VW 2.0 diesel that has not been started this year yet in the garage. What should I do first is the question. Get a good, get the battery fully charged. Um, you know, it's on a warmer day, Let you know, those glow plugs won't have to work as hard. Uh, make sure the fluids are full and then, you know, fire it up. Let it idle for a few moments to kind of let things kind of work their way through. Let it get, kind of get up to a running temp. And then, you know, carefully take it for a drive. The brakes might feel kind of grabby a little bit. Um, you know, maybe go around the neighborhood for for a little bit to kind of, you know, work work some of those noises and creaks out of the way because things need to move a little bit. Um, and then I would say schedule an appointment to have it serviced. I understand the car has been sitting, but oil will absorb the moisture uh, through the heating and cooling of freezing and thawing cycles. You end up with moisture in the oil. So I would say drive it for a few days or a week, then take it in for a good service just to make sure things are working fine and looking fine for you. One quick one here, Nick, and then we got to go. Uh, 2003 Malibu power steering keeps uh, going on and off, must meaning the light. Uh, and it gets real hard to steer in the next day. It'll be just fine. Any idea what's going on there with that power steering? 2003 Chevy Malibu. Uh, I would guess something with the pump, obviously. If, they're, if it's bypassing, you're losing pressure, that creates the assist. Um, I would take it seriously because if you lose that assist, it's very difficult to steer, and you don't want to be in a scenario where you're driving, you can't turn quick and easy. So I would probably take it into my mechanic or your shop and uh, have them get a look at that for you. And if we want to bring it into Lloyd's, how do we do that very thing? How do we get in touch with you guys? If you need to call us, like we said before, 651-228-1316. If you're in St. Paul and it's a nice warm day and you're walking on by, we're at 982 Grand Avenue. Stop and say hi and if you're on your device or your computer, laptop, we're at lloydsautomotive.net. All right, Nick. Always a pleasure. Have a good week with you and your crew at uh, Lloyd's Automotive. We'll do another show next week. All right? Yeah, thanks for having me. You betcha. Nick Stoffel, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Jack Farrell's Wine Chat, straight ahead here. So stay with us and then get those lawn and garden questions ready for Master Gardener Teresa Rooney in the 8 o'clock hour. Straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCCO.
Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.